Hey everybody, this is Ryan. Uh, this is episode, doesn't matter, of the Anti-Podcast. Uh, just wanted to kick it to Eve real quick, our buddy. Uh, he's got something to say. Hey guys, what's up? This is Eve here. I know you guys have, you know, you know the voice, the velvety one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted to say, guys, listen, it's been a pleasure being here. And this has been some of the best work that I've done. This has honestly been like life-changing for me. And it's made me into a much better person. But I recently decided that, you know, I'm going to have to step away from podcasting and just like social media in general. I'm still going to be a part of Anti. You guys are still going to hear my, you're going to still get my takes. However, they're just going to be in the written form. Um, I just realized that, yeah, like, you know, I love music. I love talking about music, but my personality, I realize, isn't really suited for this, even though I know that y'all think that I'm a natural at this shit and that I'm, like, super good at this shit. I know that I make it sound easy, but (laughs) that's my (laughs) announcement to the audience, and I really wanted to say, too, like, thank you to everyone who's listening. Thank you to everyone who's, like, been a part of this shit, everyone who's copped a t-shirt, everyone who's liked a post, everyone who's told me that my articles are too fucking long. I mean, I'm still going to give you long articles, but you know what I mean? (laughs) You're just not going to hear me bitch about it as much. (laughs) Yeah. What is this baby's first article? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I know really like (laughs) just it's it. First of all, it started out as a fucking like, like writing thing anyway. So just cause you like short shit now that we have a podcast doesn't mean anything, but getting back to the point, you slugs, um, (laughs) I'm still willing to argue with y'all in the comments too. Don't get it twisted. I'm still watching. But, um, yeah, I'm still going to be on the podcast, too. It's just going to be, like, occasional. You know what I mean? I'm going to be a, a more of, a like, a popping-in guest type thing. So, you know, I'm still going to be around, but it's going to be, you know, you're going to be hearing a little bit less of me. So I want to say I love you guys and, and thank you for everything. And truly, truly, Anti is taking over, bro. We're going all the way up. Yeah, yeah, thanks, Eve. Honestly, thank you for everything, man. You've been a pleasure to podcast with. You always come in with the right amount of wit. Honestly, man, you're gonna be very missed on this show. Yeah, for sure, man. Definitely gonna we're gonna go we're gonna go too long with something or say something wrong, and you're not gonna correct us, and it's, it's gonna annoy me in editing. You know what I mean? But you were the, you were the live <laughs> editor, bro. <laughs> At least you won't have me breathing all over the mic anymore. <laughs> hey, bro, that, honestly, that, honestly, that stopped being a problem after like the first like ten episodes. Maybe you you, you learned, you figured it out. And it, it worked. It worked out well. But yeah, in all seriousness, man. Uh, ever since the first episode, man, you've been giving great takes, been giving great stories, all that. All that. Uh, I think you're, you know, a pretty pretty natural broadcaster. All that. All that shit. But you know, if you if you got to step away and just only write, like, I totally understand that. You know, uh, putting yourself out there is not the easiest thing uh, at all. You know, that's why I still wear the ski mask and all that shit. So, yeah, man, you'll be you'll definitely be missed on the pod. You know. Thanks, yeah. bro. Yeah. Thank you, Eve. Yeah, I fucking still, love you guys, bro. Yeah, and you're still, our, yeah, you're still, still our boy. Yeah. Oh, don't get, yeah, don't get too. twisted too. We're getting, we're getting, we're gonna actually sit down. This is the first time they're hearing this, but we're gonna sit down. We're gonna talk about it. We're gonna smoke. We're gonna, you know, do um, allegedly. Um, but yeah, we'll do all that stuff. And, <laughs> yeah, no button shit. Yeah, yeah. This is yeah. This is not some fucking Joe Biden shit, bro. Don't, this is not even close to that. <laughs> don't. I don't want to see none of that shit in the comments about like, oh, Eve's the fucking Joe Biden. Like, <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'd be Troy because he's bald. Ne- <laughs> God damn! What right. the fuck? <laughs> bang bang. Oh man. Wow. Fuck you guys. You know what? Uh, I'm announcing (laughs) my retirement. I am done. (laughs) Fuck y'all. Damn, so you guys are Rory and Maul then, and I'm Joe Budden. Fuck. (laughs) Nah, bro, I'm academics. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Well, it's been a pleasure, Eve. Uh, but we got to talk about this Ed Sheeran album, bro. <laughs> yeah, see, that's why I quit. <laughs> no, no. Ed, you son of a bitch. God damn. Right, love Ed, you, guys. you ruined another relationship. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right, man. All right, peace out, guys. Peace. Enjoy the rest of the episode. Last night, Savage Bitch, but no, I'm not Randy. Hit her with no condom, had to make her eat a plan B. And I'm sipping on that codeine, not brandy. I'm just
flexing on that bitch. Hold up, flexing on that bitch. Buy the necklace on that bitch. Hold up, hold up. Her friend gon' lick me like a fool. Roll up, roll up, roll up. She and her feelings on the ground. Roll up. Put on, flexing on that bitch. Hold up. What's good, everybody? Um, I found out what episode it was. Finally, episode thirty-nine of the Anti Podcast. Welcome. I'm here with Troy. Yo, 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 39. What's up, baby? <laughs> and I'm also here with my buddy, Ed. Um, you know, we're just chilling. We're hanging out. Uh, he's got his cowboy hat on. He's got his very good tattoos. <laughs> They're very good. <laughs> I'm talking, of course, about Ed Sheeran, our, our, you know, brother from whatever. Is he Irish from or is he British? Pond. Yeah, he's from across the uh, pond. I, I think he's Irish. I don't know. Just, I don't really see race. Some, <laughs> when it, well, yeah, when it comes to Europeans, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But um, I think he's from the UK. I don't know. Um, I have no idea. I, I think fuck? he is Irish. <laughs> I mean, yeah, who really cares? But um, yeah, all I know is that my man, like, I don't know where the fuck he gets his tattoos from, but like. Bro, I was reading something today. Fuck? They're fuck, they're jacked the fuck up. But I was reading something today where his tattoo artist actually said that he started losing money because people like he started losing business essentially because the tattoos like he kept getting posted by Ed Sheeran essentially. And just looking, just like based on some of these tattoos, they get way worse. But like this is like the Sobe like <laughs> he got the Sobe gecko on his arm. Why he's who, got who who likes Sobe that much? Like I couldn't even tell you the last time I had a Sobe. Bro, speaking of products he likes too much. Sorry. What? <laughs> what? Is that a Heinz ketchup tattoo? Bro, he has a Heinz ketchup tattoo on his arm. Oh my god. Man, mom, you know he seems like the type of dude who puts ketchup on everything. <laughs> you know what I mean? I can just imagine like mayo, peas, potatoes, ketchup. Someone we knew from college, I'm not going to say. That's the type of meals that he would have. <laughs> You know what I mean? That's the type of marriage that Ed Sheeran would have. I can tell. You know what I mean? Wait, what is this? Mm-hmm. I didn't even see this. Is this like a restaurant? What is this? <laughs> what is this logo? Is it Mart? I don't know. It literally looks like... Um, Does that say Martinelli's? Fucking... Like the apple juice? It says Martinelli's on it. Established oh 1830. When was that established? Was that is that really an apple juice tattoo? Jesus Christ. Man, he just tattooed his favorite foods on him. Jesus Christ. What? Ketchup and apple juice. I, <laughs> he's like a baby. <laughs> he's like a little baby. I mean, he writes music for babies, in my opinion. But yeah, well, we're gonna get into so that. It's on just, brand. We're gonna get into that in just a moment. Literally, he writes music for babies. Like, he, like there's a lyric where it's like he's just writing music for a baby. But like this rose, bro. This would fail Ink Masters. Like the, the tattoo artist should not be talking shit because these leaves are horrible. This coloring is horrible. <laughs> the placement is horrible. Dude, it, yeah, those leaves don't even those aren't even like rose leaves. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it, like they're just it just makes no sense. Yeah, honestly, whoever the tattoo artist is, my man will get chopped off of fucking Ink Masters. Tat- Easy, uh, bro. Ink Masters. He's the type yeah. of guy in Ink Masters who would like who would just makes excuses for everything. You know what I mean? They 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 keep going for way too long. Oh God, I I have more. They they get like honestly worse. Is more? <laughs> way more. Wait, what is that? okay the lego head okay i understand that one because he has a song called lego house i know that bro it's not a good song (laughs) it's not a house some people some people think it's not a house (laughs) bro oh with the hair too oh my god dude yeah i don't know it's like he like made these designs when he was like in high school and was like i'm never gonna update these like, please put this shit that I had my as an idea as a freshman in, in, in high school and put this on my fucking arm. What is that Reddit page? It's like, I love it. Like, thank you. I hate it or something. Uh, What? Are you talking about, um, was it Awful Taste or Great Execution, Awful Taste? Yes. Yes. But it's this is Awful Execution, Awful Taste. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. It just looks like a coloring book. Yeah, for, I mean, for those of you following along at home, this is not a great visual thing. But on our page, if you go to the Ed Sheeran tattoo section, we are on the third, the third thing right now. So yeah, he has puzzle pieces. He has a winter scene, I guess. He has leaves, but they're like colored in. It really does look like a coloring book. That's actually a really good um, observation. It really just it looks like it, a coloring book, straight up. Like, 
It is. And, like, I honestly can't wait for, like, people to comment on that post to be like, yo, his tattoos are deep. It means this. It means that. Like, <laughs> the Legos means that he's playful as a kid. <laughs> like, shut the fuck up. The thing is, always, tattoos always mean something or, or songs always mean something. That, that's the thing that people don't understand in the comments a lot. Like, they'll, they'll, they'll tell me about an album or a song that, like, they like that I, you know, wrote a review about. And they'll say, oh, you didn't understand this meaning, that meaning, and that meaning. And it's like, the reason why is because... The song is bad, so why would I look into the meaning of something I don't like? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? No, no, I know exactly what you mean. Because like, I mean, it happens to me all the time. Like, I read a review and like I'll forget like a detail or something, or like, or like, oh, this was like a sample off of this song, and I'm just like, all right, well, it's sampled pretty badly. Yeah, if like, I liked it, I would have looked more into it. I mean, like, I wrote a ten-page thing on the this Radiohead album because it's a classic album, but like, yeah, it's a great album. Whatever, like, like something else is just like I'll give it like, eh, you know, I might miss a couple details. Whatever. So you're saying that you didn't write ten pages for this Ed Sheeran equals album oh, review? No, I did. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I, that's the thing. When I hate something so much, I'll I'll research. <laughs> I, I opposite ends of the spectrum. Let's keep going with these tattoos, shall we? Just a couple more. <laughs> oh my god! You saw this one god before, damn. but it's I so have. Stupid. That's the penguin. I mean, I get like that's what the penguin kind of looks like in the cartoons, but like, what cartoon is no. that? The, the one where he goes meep or whatever. He's not even making the I right sound, so. bro. It says meow. Like this is just XD random like Tumblr humor. <laughs> what the fuck is this, bro? What the fuck? God, this is so oh. bad. Yo, is that is that Puss in Boots? I think yeah, I think it is Puss in Boots. But like, there's more leaves. Oh my! <laughs> there's more leaves. He loves the bro, leaves. Bro, th- they. F- fucked up his eyes look how fucked up his eyes are they're all, they're not even even <laughs> bro imagine jacking off and looking down and it's that scary it's a fucking it's antonio banderas <laughs> this is fucking cat eyes looking at me <laughs> bro this man is just literally like the, this picture I, you know I'll, I'll stop with the tattoos because they, they're just they're so bad but like i feel like this tattoo i feel like this picture represents everything that you need to know about ed sheeran this watch i don't know like if this is a really expensive watch this looks like an expensive watch so he just has awful taste and just way too many resources, I feel. You know, he has too many people in his life saying, that's a good idea. Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> I think people are just getting tired at this point. I mean, literally, like, here, let me pull up this one clip before we get into this Ed Sheeran uh, review or whatever. Uh, it's shitting on whatever you want to call it. I just want to pull up this one clip. I thought it was very interesting. He's talking about the song Two Step, which is, like, not a good song. But he's just talking about, like, the lack of feedback he got. I'll just play it. Two Step was the last song that was written for the album. This is kind of like the curveball song of the album that I play to people and it's always the one that people react to most, but it was the one that no one really thought would be a single. The song is about uh, being at the lowest point of confidence that I've ever been. And I've, I feel like the older and more successful that I've gotten, the less confident I get. In the writing process of this album, wrote so many songs and kept sending them off and I wouldn't even be getting a thumbs up or a thumbs down. It would just be like a... <laughs> And it just made me feel like I couldn't write songs anymore. The first line of this song is... Let me just play that one more time. Just that one part, one more time. Oh, so heartbreaking. A thumbs up or a thumbs down, it would just be like a... And it just made me feel like I couldn't write songs anymore. first line of this song is, I I had a bad week. I spent the evening pretending it wasn't that deep. And it was literally like me just writing about not having any confidence in songwriting. Heartbreaking. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I'll get... I mean, okay, I can see why he he's self he's self conscious about that now. He, literally, his boys were just like, "Eh, that's eh. okay." Bro, every oh. single song that he sent to his friends, they said, "Eh." This is like the number one album in the country. This is not like some like random mixtape. This is not like you know whatever some throw. I mean, it is throwaway, but like it's not meant to be throwaway. It's it's like this is like a body of work, right? No, yeah, it, this is supposed to be like. Like a chart topper. You know what I I noticed too about this album is that I feel like I ha- like like Ed Sheeran like he's pretty like even though like I'm not the biggest fan of him he's still able to have like three or four songs on his albums literally own the fucking radio. And yeah, like, for sure. Th- with, with this album, I feel like only one song is like was big from this, and the rest just kind of like fell flat. Well, ba- Bad Habits and, and Shivers is actually in the top ten of of Spotify and Billboard, which is surprising. Shivers is a is just so bad i mean 
literally it sounds like among us like if you listen to the among us theme and you listen to shivers like it has the same kind of like instrumentation that like plinky you can maybe look maybe we can like splice it in just a little bit here but like has literally the same like instrumentation so i don't know if like his team was like oh we should put that in like it's just like a too many cooks type of situation i feel like with his music it's just like too many people in his ear being like yeah like this would appeal to this group like subliminally or like overtly or whatever and we just need to like yeah just put that just put that in the record it'd be good put that i don't know put that yeah. one in the record that'd be good like you, you know i actually i kind of agree with that because like i mean listening to like this like, this album like i mean this is like the first ed sheeran album i listened to, to like me too. all the way through me too yeah and it just seems like none of these songs are personal about ed sheeran no they're not you, you know what i mean it's it's like i feel like, like anybody could have released this album talking about how they're self-conscious or talking about how they just became a dad or or something like 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 tell us about like what that really is to you like instead of like these generic emotions that like people fucking have when they have go through this type of shit when they have kids yeah it's just like <clears throat> i mean i did write the full review i don't it would be a little bit redundant to just like recite the review like on the podcast so i won't do that but like the gist of it basically was kind of what you're saying like i mean it starts off with tides which is just like it just sounds like an old like it sounds like a 2000s like rock song and it just doesn't like it just it tricks everybody into thinking like this is going to be a rock album or this is going to be like a big like loud stadium album and then from there it goes into shivers which is just like it sounds like bad habits to part two like and mm-hmm. then first times is like a, another ed sheeran song where it's just like basically like um what do you call it like it's just like another one of his songs where he's just like he's like writing for like a, a wedding or something like every single song is like um like a, a wedding slideshow like it could it could complement like a wedding slideshow i don't know where he i don't know why why he writes these songs like that i don't he he did that in the last album too and i feel like he's just in an impossible position at this point i don't think he needs to complete the 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 plus minus you know divide times trilogy or whatever the fuck it is like five album the, qu- thing. the quadratic formula yes. <laughs> yeah he needs to complete the quadratic <laughs> formula and in the end he's gonna the end result is gonna be what nothing He's gonna have nothing to show for it, <laughs> besides like money and, and plaques. You know, like it's funny how you mentioned that because it kind of reminds me of just like Drake's latest album of just like because Drake's last album, Certified Lover Boy, it sounded like like what Drake would sound like on a new album. This equals album sounds like what Ed Sheeran would sound like, like if somebody copied Ed Sheeran. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it doesn't sound like like there's no like he doesn't like challenge himself on this. It just sounds like like all of his other like songs he's ever done. Yeah, it just it it, it sounds like yeah, a culmination of everything he's done, but like not in a good way at all. Like like it just takes all the worst, you know, things that he's ever done and I I think what it does it, it it's going to be really successful because I think it takes everything that he's done from the past that was successful, not that was good in good taste or anything. So like you know that that one song that he came on the scene with the A Team. I really don't like that song, but like, what? You didn't like that song? No, because the reason why you I have don't, a fucking heart, man. The reason why I don't like that song is because he's really just dunking on like some junkie that like probably doesn't exist, but like he's kind of just dunking on her essentially, and he's like from like rich, like upper you know society, um, Britain. Like his mom and dad were like museum curators, and like you know, I mean, he has a mom and dad. He comes from a nice house, all that kind of stuff. And then the song is just like, oh, look at this poor crackhead. Look at how look at how she looks. Let me let me sing about it. You know what I mean? Um, mm. I thought that was a little bit silly, but you know, in retrospect, that song is like Imagine. It's like a like a uh, <laughs> by John Lennon. It's like a masterpiece <laughs> compared to whatever the fuck like bad habits is, bro. Bro, I was I drank coffee today, and I was just like, I was just trying to get into the mind of an Ed Sheeran fan, and I was just. <laughs> I was laughing to myself all day man yeah i i'll see like i i can't like mm. what do you think it, yeah. <laughs> yeah who do you think is like like when they listen to ed sheeran like what, what do you think that they do you know like do you have ed sheeran on when you're at work or like when you're in the car like everywhere bro i guess everywhere everywhere it's ed sheeran yeah if you want to feel gangs just... yeah if you want to feel gangster you, you don't put on pop smoke or like little baby because that's too like you know your mom might get offended by that so like you're gonna put on two-step right I mean, it does have the same <laughs> trap beats on him, you know? Like, it's a very similar song. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? And again, this is another another apology I want to make, and he's not going to hear this. Little baby, I want to apologize to you one more time because you like this style is your style, and this you know pacey motherfucker totally jacked it from you and it's like <laughs> and he and this is gonna make get so many more streams than like whatever little baby's most popular song is because like because it's ed sheeran and that's it like it's not even because it's good it's just because it's ed sheeran yeah pretty much i mean i feel like that's just like the biggest issue with pop music right now is because like people you have these established names and and it's very rare that like, a new name comes in and does the same amount of numbers as like these pop quote-unquote legends you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I think, honestly, I mean, seeing what's been happening with, like, Rolling Loud, like, I, like my buddy Matt went there and he uh, with his girlfriend, and he was, like, taking videos and all that. And just, like, how quickly it sold out, how filled out it was, how crazy the crowd looked. Um, watching the Cardi performance, especially, holy shit, like, you need to watch that if you haven't already. He had a guitarist on stage, bro. Incredible. Incredible what he was able to do with those songs. But, like, it's just become increasingly apparent that, like there's a couple of pop stars that are really like doing numbers and, and can sell out stadiums and, you know, et cetera. Um, Adele, um, Ed Sheeran, Drake, he's like, he's more of a rapper, but, um, you know, even post Malone is like kind of in both worlds, but in general, it's like festivals like rolling loud and, and stuff like that are just way overtaking everything else. Like, like governor's ball was empty this year. I went there and it was like empty. And it's like, <clears throat> I think rap is just really just the new shit. And it's just, it's just taking over to such an extent that it's like, impossible for anything else to thrive and honestly that's a good thing because fuck pop music for the most part gasp (laughs) (laughs) no i mean you do got a good point there like i feel like i mean mean, we all been know this that like rap has been taking over and now like just hearing fucking a trap snare drum in an ed sheeran song it's just like like i don't know it doesn't sit right with me for some reason it's just like it doesn't seem like anything like like ed sheeran would actually make you know what I mean? It's, it sounds like a parody of Ed Sheeran. No, he's just a big Irish blob, and he's just morphing into whatever is popular. It feels like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. He's getting whatever's popular. He's tattooing it on his arm. He's, like, fucking taking over. But, hey, you know, he sells fucking – he sells out. He sells fucking stadiums. Right. Fucking he, is, he is a sellout. That's correct. <laughs> 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 Moving on with this album, The Joker and the Queen, uh, another bad song. <laughs> The Joker and the Queen is such a... You listen to that song? That song is so funny. I listened to it. Like, there was, like, this one line in there that, like, that, like had me dying in my car when I was, like, listening to it. Let me see if I can find it. Wait, could I read one and, and maybe this won't be it? Maybe it will. You yeah. you could fall for a thousand kings. Their hearts give you diamond rings. Yes, that's what it was. I was just like, what, what are you... <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck are you doing, man?" Like, like you know, he does know he doesn't have to like like make a song about playing cards, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, bro, he's such, a, he's, such a, he's such like a drunk. Like, he's, he's just like, "Oh, bro!" Like, I went down to the pub and like I gotta write a song about Guinness. You know what I mean? I gotta get a tattoo of Guinness, bro. And then it's like, <laughs> so I was playing, I was playing uh, cards with my mates, and brav, let me tell you, like, <laughs> it's embarrassing. Fucking, it really is. Like, I feel like. I don't know. It, it's like it is kind of embarrassing. Where like, especially some of the songs where he tries to sound deep and it just like comes off just awkward. Or like, he just like, I don't know. It's weird how like you can be like a number one pop star and sing about being self conscious about being the number one pop star. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's the same. It's the same thing as like the Taylor Swift formula, but it actually kind of works for. Him. I mean, it works for him. Technically, all of this works. You know, what I mean, Drake is self conscious, but it works. With Ed Sheeran, he's self-conscious, but it works. And then <clears throat> Taylor Swift is, like, the same kind of way where it's, like, you know, she's still... She doesn't do it as much, but she used to do it. And she kind of came up on it, like, oh, like, I'm the, you know, the new girl. I'm the one who's, like, cast aside by Kanye. Or I'm the one who's, like, being bullied or, you know, this, that, and the other thing. And it's, like, you're number one. Like, who gives a fuck? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? You know, Taylor definitely plays it better and, like, kind of... I think she does it better, but Ed Sheeran is just like really bad. Like it's so like in the in the genre hopping, it's so obvious like that he's just not confident in his songwriting like whatsoever. Like no, and, and I mean with his boys basically calling his his music eh, like eh, bro eh. eh. Imagine 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 I made a song and I send it to you and all you uh, like a bunch of songs and I kept no I was writing a series of songs and, <laughs> and all I got back from you and John and James was eh. Eh. Yeah, oh, yeah, not your best. <laughs> yeah. 
Let me play the beginning of Collide for you as well. This is this was making me laugh a lot. I had to replay this many times. This shit is just. Mm. <laughs> Damn, man, that shit went hard, man. Why'd you stop? <laughs> He's just trying to be Pink Fuck Panthers, yeah. bro. Let me read you one line from this too. Uh, <laughs> this is <laughs> we ordered pizza to an aeroplane, slept on the beach like we were castaways. <laughs> what is that? Yo, he likes Castaway. What do you mean? <laughs> they got pizza in that movie. Oh my god. Oh my god. Just so oh. <laughs> just so bad, bro. Uh speaking of Castaway. Sorry. Anyway, uh <laughs> my bad. I'm getting a little bit crazy with the sound effects here. Um wasn't one song too where he's just like like I'll share like we used to share toothbrushes and or oh, something. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Ew. Like what the fuck was that? Where he's just like we shared toothbrushes Ew. in like a house. Ew. Yeah, dude, like What? Why are you sharing toothbrushes, bro? Buy another right, toothbrush. Buy, buy another one. You're Ed Sheeran. There's no excuse. <laughs> Even if you're dirt poor. Like, you know what I mean? Even if you're dirt poor, toothbrushes are so affordable. Mm-hmm. Really, not the nice ones, man. I mean, not the nice ones. Yeah, you, I mean, you're not gonna get an electric. Tooth- I mean, listen, if he was using an electric toothbrush and he was switching out the bristle, like, fine. You know what I mean? Fine. That's yeah, that's bro. Fine. He's, he's just quip, man. You know, he has a lot of quip heads in his in his drawers. He should have separate <laughs> bathrooms, and even if he loves his wife, he should have like eight bathrooms, like for you know, four for him and four <laughs> for, for his, his wife. wife. <laughs> yeah, like like just out of sheer convenience, like you're. <laughs> sheer convenience that's a good pun man (laughs) thank you oh my god this is fucking atrocious um what else we got here sorry yeah go ahead go ahead go off go off no i was gonna say i don't know like have you ever borrowed someone's toothbrush before borrowing a toothbrush is one thing but you share a home and you share you know you know what he can't even say that he was broke because he shared a home (laughs) he had a home (laughs) you can afford house payments but you can't buy another toothbrush Bro, it's not in the budget. What do you mean? You oh need a toothbrush God. budget. God, all the I guess all the all the budget went into the possible lawsuits from stealing Collide from Howie Day. Uh, what the fuck is the name of that guy? I think his name is Howie Day. He stole a song from that guy. You know, you and I Collide stole that song. One hundred percent, he stole that song from. He's gonna get sued for that. Uh, he sued. He got sued by Marvin Gaye on his last album. Um, he's just a fucking. He's. You know, I guess that's where all the all the budget's going into the bad. You know, it's all going to legal fees, man. Yeah, it's all going to legal fees and like EDM artists. Um, terrible. Stop the rain is is bad. It's boring. Love in slow motion. It's another fucking just wedding song. Yeah. By the end of this album, it's just like there's not much more to criticize. I mean, visiting hours. I I put in my review. I didn't want to criticize it too much because it was kind of a song about like his friend who passed away, but it was very saccharine and very like sappy and like it was just it was just like and. Uh, no, I'm not even going to get into it. Um, Sandman, I think, is the worst song on the album, though. Because B right now, it just kind of sounds like whatever. But, bro, like, he just... This is the one where we were talking before where it's like he writes music for babies. Like, literally, like, the song is, like, written for his daughter. And, like, it has baby lyrics in it. What is his demographic? I mean, what is his demographic? You know what I mean? Like... I mean, just, like, the same people who listen to Adele, I guess. Just, like, you know... No offense to Adele, uh, by the way. Adele, come on, dude. They're, they're, Adele and Ed Sheeran are not on the same fucking level. But um, well, I mean, like they kind of are. I mean, not creative. I mean, not creatively, but like, uh, bro, Adele literally released a single. That shit broke records. Yeah, like, that, yeah. She's like literally doing the same numbers as like Drake. I think did for his like uh, for one of his singles. Yeah, I, it's hard to it's hard to measure out what levels these people are on because Ed Sheeran. I want to say he's like in my toilet but like he's at the top of the charts like he's he's holding up there you know what i mean pretty high and um what was that other song that was his, his like from oh shape of you it was like the biggest song of all time for a little bit um anyway oh, yeah but yeah i have Man. um i have i have the lyrics pulled up ready chocolate covered roof and candy cars rainbow sugar river we can sail upon marshmallow books and strawberries snowmen made of ice cream <laughs> Over the flower fields will fly. We'll count the fish in the sky. What the fuck you mean by that, Ed Sheeran? <laughs> what, do, what do you mean uh, by that? Uh, but no, but like seriously, like what? 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 
I don't know. I'm just trying to think, like, like as like like a singer songwriter, like you should at least try, right? And to make like some t- or like something. I mean, I don't know. Maybe somebody in the comments were like, "Well, explain this to me." But it's just like I, it, that just sounds literally like a random list of shit. Yeah, it was just like he put like the way he describes his songwriting process is he'll laugh and he'll like recite them like word for word because he's the only one who knows it word for word and he'll just recite it word for word he'll be like yeah like marshmallow books and strawberries yeah like i was just with my daughter i looked into her eyes and i just thought of that it's like that's cute but like we all have to listen to it your daughter doesn't (laughs) you know what i mean and your daughter's not gonna like it when she (laughs) gets older bro she's not gonna like it (laughs) and it's just I I just like going back to just like classic songs like Joni Mitchell's like Little Green or something like that. It's just like a classic song about like uh as a, about her daughter like she actually had to give up for adoption. She ended up reuniting with her, but it's like a beautiful beautifully a beautifully written song where she doesn't want her daughter to be in the cold where she is. She wants to send her daughter to like Cali where she can, you know, be like thrive and and be warm and be safe. That's like a really nice song, but like this shit this is baby this is for babies. Oh, this is for one baby specifically. <laughs> <laughs> that's it <laughs> yeah i mean kind of like saying what i said before like just how like i mean i feel like the song you just mentioned like that was very detailed that that had a story that had meaning behind it like i feel like there's i mean i don't want to say like there's no meaning in this album but it's just like i'm having such a hard time finding meaning and if you have to like work or hold to find it then it's just like was there meaning in, in the first place no no there was none and and i've been really loving the term mental gym, gymnastics recently one of my favorite terms and i feel like you know if you really like this album or if you're a stan of ed sheeran you're gonna have to do a lot of mental gymnastics to like get over stuff like this like it's inexcusable <laughs> inexcusably bad i literally put it fucking sucks my dick like three times in the review like this music sucks my dick <laughs> and i don't put that i don't like to put stuff like that because it sounds kind of aggressive like coming from like a, a older man or something but like you know for me i just like I have no other words. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, yeah. I, I mean, I, I agree with you. I mean, maybe not that it sucks dick because, uh, you know, he tried, I you know guess. What? No, sucking dick in 2021, sucking dick is like a, a positive thing. Like, you should, like, if you want to suck dick, you should suck dick. You should not listen to Ed Sheeran. <laughs> Bottom line. <laughs> What's next? Yeah, right. So everyone should go out there and suck some dick. If you want. Hey, <laughs> listen, listen. You know, if that's what you want to do. If you want to suck dick in the parking lot, you should. You know what I mean? And speaking of oh that, the baby. God. <laughs> <laughs> you should. I'm not going to be like the baby and say that you shouldn't. You absolutely should. Woo! <laughs> what, what a transition. So did you hear that he's forgiven? Yeah. It's actually kind of crazy just how how that really worked, man. Like, all gay people have forgiven the baby. Wild. All of them, bro. The LGBT community, Q community, has forgiven the baby. This is like, yeah, I never before seen before. I've never seen every single member of the LG. I've actually messaged all of our followers who are a part of the LGBTQ community, and every single one of them um, has confirmed that he's forgiven. So, yeah, no, it's kind of crazy. Like, uh, shout out to Hip Hop DX for <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> reporting. That the baby forgiven by the LGBTQ. <laughs> in all seriousness, uh, yeah, no, no offense, no offense to anybody in the LGBTQ community. Just making jokes over here, but um, yeah. So the baby basically was like forgiven by uh, the CEO of Relationship Unleashed. I don't know what exactly they do. I don't know if they're the ones who have been guiding him through all this like um, education about AIDS and this, that, and the other thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he definitely educated himself uh, throughout the whole process. Which you know, I will say like. I mean, you know, I, I still think the baby is kind of a piece of shit, but like, I will say at least he did put an effort into yeah, like, I think so. trying to learn more. Yeah. I, I mean, the, the whole thing about the baby situation from the beginning, like I was very pissed off because again, like, um, you know, me and you have, have uh, some friends that like, you know, are in that community or like are affected by uh, drug use and that kind of stuff. And like, you know, sometimes in um, a Venn diagram of that, of all that. And it's not, it's not as funny as he tried to make it seem. Uh, it seemed kind of hateful. It seemed kind of vitriolic. But from the beginning, I always found it to be um, just uninformed. Like he was just like, "Oh, like I, those of you who are going to get out there and die within two to three weeks from a deadly disease." It's like it's not really how that. It's not COVID that you're spreading at this, you know, Rolling Loud festival. It's you know a treatable disease. It's like diabetes. Like it's like a treatable thing. You know. Mm-hmm. 
No, yeah, the science is definitely there to like you know treat um, HIV and AIDS, but like you know a bit. But it's like, do I mean honestly, I didn't really expect the baby to even know that. You know what I mean? Like, I doubt the baby hangs out with a lot of like LGBTQ like people. He probably doesn't you keep many I mean? in the circle. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I know Meg does, but he alienated her like for for a couple of reasons. So I don't think he really has much access to you know people around him in his personal life, especially and all that kind of stuff, but I'm not making excuses for him. Um, I'm just happy that he got educated because that's all, that's all I wanted. I mean, I, I totally understood if festivals wanted to cancel him, um, you know, canceled the booking. Um, because again, it's like a liability. It has really has nothing to do with like anything. It's really just almost like a liability. Like we don't want to bring him next week onto our stage to say even worse stuff inflamed and informed by that other shit. So that was fine. Um, but you know, it's good. It's good to see him back in the, in the, whatever the, I guess it's like guys, I guess you'd call it. Um, I'm happy to see him back because I do like the baby and I was very, just very, very disappointed and hurt when he said those things. Uh, it doesn't hurt me personally, but you know, it de- definitely hurt, you know, uh, when he said those things and I'm happy to see him back, but it's crazy because, um, it seems as if Dave Chappelle, like kind of like his whole situation, it's like almost like a soul for a soul. He really just put himself on a stake and all the, all the, um, you know, especially the T from the LGBTQ community, just like, just like forget mm-hmm. the baby this motherfucker <laughs> like right this motherfucker and like did you see that um his stand-up that he had um like afterwards yeah like, yeah yeah was, i just watched that yeah yeah and how like he was just like i don't know just like once again it's just like he's, he's joking about it he's trying to make it funny but it's just it's too close to home to him like for it to be funny and what he's saying too, like, like literally, if he just rolled back what he said, like, like, hey, like, yeah, I said like some ignorant shit, like, you know, it, it totally, you know, like, it isn't like it's a character or something, which isn't excusable, you know, like, you, you know, like you, you can't be saying that shit, but like, it, like, there's like no self awareness in that. No, there's not, and yeah. it's just, <clears throat> it's, it's really interesting because this, this person. I guess they're like the ambassador for. I'm not even gonna say it. Um, <laughs> no, 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 say it. <laughs> i'm not gonna say it the ceo of relationship it's it's just funny just just how like this is the point person like from some organization i haven't heard of uh, i just i just think it's funny that like this is the spokesperson but they're i mean they are right like the, this ceo of relationship unleashed gwendolyn d clemens basically said um you know the baby's forgiven dave chappelle is not because they you know the baby acted out of ignorance which was clear because it was like really he just didn't know and he just shut up and he educated himself which i thought was beautiful and I, that's what i always what i wanted for him from the jump well not at first well no no he well he was doing a lot of again like it's good that people canceled him on those stages because it's like he would have just continued to make it worse for himself and you know yeah he was definitely acting out in anger and you know he did he said some justified things like calling do a a culture vulture in the midst of it like cool um, I think she is, um, but like, <clears throat> you know, overall she, she he kind of shut up and he, I think he did some education and I, you know, I think he's all the better for it, but Dave Chappelle, he, he's not acting out of ignorance because like, he's very, he's, he portrays himself at least as like a very wise figure. You know what I mean? So how could he be ignorant? Like, how could he be, you know, he, he can't play ignorant in this situation. Apparently like, that's what this person is saying. Mm-mm. No, yeah. I mean, like, maybe he could have played ignorant during his Sticks and Stones comedy tour because that was, like, first came out. But, like, yeah, the closer, yeah, I, I told you what you mean. It's just, like, I mean, he got the feedback, and instead of, like, you know, acknowledging what he said, like, maybe it wasn't too cool, he tripled down. Right. Like, this is the kind of stuff that, like, again, like, um, whatever festivals, like, Governor's Ball canceled the baby because they didn't want him to you know, do what Dave Chappelle is basically doing right now, which is like, it's proven that this will happen if you just continue to give somebody a platform like that, like, like so close to, you know, so close to what happened last time, because they're just going to try and explain their way out. And they're just going to try and like, you know, they just end up making it worse. And it's just like his, his art and his political opinions and all that is just like, you know, it was separate and it was like whatever, but it's just like, now it's just so like triangulated into one, like ugly, drunk like mm-hmm. thing and he's just that that clip is just really sad to see like it really is especially like how like he tried to get like a lot of sympathy by just saying like you know no movie like he's like my documentary i made about what was it six and stones or no no about the uh the george floyd stand-up that he did um yeah like when he was in ohio uh, he made a documentary and now nobody wants to touch it because of this shit 
I mean, if he would have just, like, I don't know, just, like, maybe laid off the, the LGBTQ community, then, like, maybe more companies would be willing to show it in, like, a year from now or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? But since he's, like, keeps doubling down on what he's fucking saying, like, who knows if we even see it. And if Netflix, like, uh, hosts that uh, documentary, bro, that's going to cause, like, a shit show. Yeah, for real. It's just, like... It's a really, it's a really interesting case, and it's just so interesting that he brought the baby into the conversation. The baby never even responded to what he said, smartly. Um, it's just so we- It's just so interesting that like the whole special started off with you know talking about the baby. Oh, he was almost like the fixture of the special, and it's just kind of like it really is like a soul for a soul. It really is like he traded all the controversy and all the hate like that was on the baby. He brought it onto himself, which I mean, if that was the goal, if that was his only goal, like I guess good on him i don't i don't even know what to say like yeah i'd say he did it yeah he did good we job did it. we saved the city yeah we saved the city <laughs> him and the baby next to each other everything is on fire they saved the city oh my god yeah you, yeah it's really just weird just like how bad it's gotten for him like i don't know it, it's because like like i'm always used to like him getting like some controversy with the shit he says but like i, I don't know like it, it's just like it feels like he definitely yeah, it's too close to home for him. Like, like you can't really be doing that shit. I, I have a good um, transition into the next topic. Um, spe- um, um, Dave Chappelle is a comedian who can't stop catching L's, but I know a comedian who keeps falling ass backwards into W's, and that's Pete Davidson. <laughs> How the fuck is Pete Davidson doing this? <laughs> we can't keep letting him get away with it. It's, just, it's unbelievable. Bro, how the fuck is he dating? Okay, I don't want to say he's dating Kim Kardashian, but he's fucking with Kim Kardashian. He literally is. He is dating her. It's like, he's such a fuckboy. The way he talks, he's like, oh, we're just friends. And they're like holding hands. They kissed on SNL. You know, it's just like, he's definitely the guy, the man in the background who like, bro, you can tell Kanye's fucked up over this shit, bro. You can tell. (laughs) Look at his hair. Look at his eyebrows. He can't remember the songs to his own, lyrics to his own songs. Mm -hmm. Shit is all fucked up. Dude, it really is. And, like, honestly, like, what the fuck is Pete Davidson saying to these women? <laughs> oh, yeah, like, just, I live with my mom. I live with my mom. <laughs> yeah, my ex is Kate, is Kate Beckett's show, Ariana Grande. And, uh, yeah, I'm dating Kim Kardashian. But, you know, as long as I don't bother my mom, then it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> my mom doesn't care. My mom actually likes it. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, hold on, doesn't add shit. I was going to do another little clip. Hold on. Sorry, hold on, hold on. Ready? Sorry, I'm fucked up the flow. Like, okay, if there are any ladies who listen to the show, can somebody please explain to me what is so fucking attractive about about this skinny-ass pale dude who lives with his mom, and why does every single hot celebrity want him? What is the appeal? I I don't understand. What is the appeal? Maybe I'm just jealous or whatever. What is the appeal of this? Tell me. This is a real picture of Pete Davidson that was just taken. <laughs> Bro, this is literally Pete Davidson. Like, <laughs> like, come on. He literally looks like the dude from from fucking Mr. Meaty. He uh, definitely looks like one of those motherfuckers. Every time I see a picture of him and like a girl, it, it looks like the, this is what it looks like to me. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> it's like, oh, who is he dating now? Oh, like, what the fuck? People are like, oh, he's going to be dating Queen Elizabeth and shit. <laughs> Bro, if Princess Diana was still alive, she would be dating Pete davidson bro and the funny thing and about this it, it's just he's he's like ed sheeran too in, in a way like he's just like continues to be popular just because he's popular or just because he's like hated or just because he's whatever and it's like he's gonna continue to date be- like not better women i don't like to say it like that but more popular women because he dated a more popular woman a, a little while ago no yeah seriously uh, yeah i mean i guess that has something to do with it maybe just like how like since like you know his ex is ariana grande and like I feel like from there, like he's just been his the Pete Davidson stock has just been keep going up and up and up. It's like Tesla, bro. It's it's a bubble that's I don't know if it's ever gonna burst. I mean, it's it's based on nothing, but it should burst. But please, somebody explain to me. <laughs> somebody, somebody, please, somebody, please explain to me what is the appeal of him. I don't understand. I don't think he's I I don't think he's like not funny, but I don't think he's like the funniest dude. And it's just like mm-hmm. all you know. 
again, like Ed Sheeran, terrible tattoos. Another thing, you know, that should deter women away, uh, like a Hillary Clinton tattoo on your wrist, like should be a red flag or like a, um, RGB he tattoo. Has a Clinton tattoo. Yes. He has a tattoo of Hillary Clinton because he thought she was going to win. You know, what? let's look at some of his tattoos. <laughs> you know what? Fuck this. Oh <laughs> I'm pissed. I'm having a pissed night, bro, for certain reasons. And you know what? Pete Davidson is my next target. Let's look at some of his tattoos, bro. Let's take a look. Is, Shall we? Uh, tattoo removal. Uh, he's removing them a little, a little bit. According to the vitamin water ads, I see him in. Some of these are a little bit better. He's than... got the Tootsie Roll. He's got the Tootsie Roll owl. Yeah, bro. He has a... Oh, my God. Okay, you know what? I take And he's stoned. He's got a stone Tootsie Roll owl. This looks like an <laughs> NFT. What is this? <laughs> it's like a shoe. <laughs> it's a bro, nice... that's the shoe from... Um, that's Back to the Future shoe. That's smoking a joint. He has Back to the Future shoe smoking. And then he has... Let me find the Hillary one for you, bro, because it's so like unbelievable that he has this. Where's the Hillary? T- there we go. Oh, no. Oh, my God. That's not even a good tattoo of Hillary. No, it's not. It's not a good tattoo of Hillary. Oh, they fucked up her face on there. Yeah, this is... Honestly, this is like... This is like Ink Masters. Like, Oh, my God. Here's another one. You got Ruth Bader Ginsburg <laughs> with the fucking Biggie Smalls crown on her fucking head? <laughs> oh, my God. He got the notorious RBG tattoo, bro. <laughs> God. The notorious RBG. <laughs> this is worse than I thought. Who has worse tattoos, Ed or him? I think Ed has worse tattoos because Ed has more color tattoos. Uh, yeah, I do think um, the the coloring on his like it makes it look so cartoon. At least like with just, they're all black and white on Pete's body, like they all kind of blend together. It's where like you might miss it. Yeah, it's just. I mean, some of these are kind of like they're not. I wouldn't call them cool, but it's more like. All right, like the like the the Nike shoe smoking weed. It's it's nicely animated, I would say. The shark is cool. This brainiac thing is kind of cool. Ah oh, man, god damn. Maybe I'm gonna start dating Pete Davidson. God damn it. What am I talking about? <laughs> but I'd say I started this conversation hot, dating this man, but now but now I'm looking at his body. Yeah, uh, he's got like a machine gun Kelly thing going on. Yeah, I heard Just... he has a hog too. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, some of, Bro, some that of, has to be the reason. Some of his tats are kind of cool, but just there's some of them are just unforgivable. Like I think this is kind of cool. These ones are kind of cool, but like, yeah, um, yeah, the, enough of the, enough of this. Hillary Clinton tattoo is bad. RBG tattoo is bad. Yeah, um, but so you think he's fucking Kim K, or you think they're just friends? Bro, of course he's fucking Kim K. Who the fuck goes to the amusement park while holding hands on a on a roller coaster like that? Yeah, I've been there before, man. I've been I've been in a position where it's just like. Yeah, like it's just it's a it's an easy way to like get like uh, affection started. You know what I mean? You go on a roller coaster, you hold hands, you go to a scary movie. It's all like the classic tricks. You know what I mean? That he's he's pulling for sure. And no, seriously. I mean, speaking of uh, ball and white boys, um... <laughs> what do we got next? <laughs> oh, fucking Channel Five! <laughs> new episode of Channel Five covering yeah. the Kansas Music Festival. You know what, bitch? Let's switch it to something that I actually like. <laughs> yeah. That's it. I want to... Fuck yeah, all this hate, bro. <laughs> yeah, everybody, we were going to do a Channel 5 reaction, but, like, it doesn't. we have a different recording software, so we can go off about some other shit, I'm sure. Um, let's see. Let's let's talk about some positive stuff, stuff that we actually like. What what have you been listening to that you like, Troy? Y- you know what? You're going to call me crazy, because I know you didn't like the, um, the Meg Thee Stallion uh, new album, but... I'm- I mean, I'm not going to say that I love it, but I'm saying it is way better than good news. It's a lot of but fun. It, it is a lot of It's a lot of fun, and I like how this album isn't doesn't feel like it was made for TikTok. Yeah, it definitely, yeah, there's nothing really like, I don't know, it's more about the beat. Shit, sorry. It's more about the beats, I would say. Yeah, honestly, like, um, who's the producer? Lil Jew or something? Lil Juice? <laughs> Lil Jew. Yeah, she says, like, she literally has that ad lib in there. And I'm like, it sounds like she's saying, like, with the beat live, you know, little Jew made it. No, nah, I think it's Juke. <laughs> but yeah, I hope it's Juke, because, like, otherwise I'm like, man, this guy's got to pick a better name. Yeah, unless he's Jewish. Or, I mean. <laughs> but he has the perfect name. Unless he wants to run with it. Yeah, but he has the perfect name. Yeah. Yeah, but, um, yeah, what, do you, what, do you, what else do you like about it? I mean, it is good. I, I do like some of the beats on there. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I even liked um, the intro song 
tuned in freestyle. It sounded like um, the production was from what's the dude's name? Fucking, oh, he's from Michigan. Sada Baby mm. sounds like a Sada Baby beat. Yeah, it does kind of have. Yeah, like I like Michigan it. bounce. Yeah, I like how like just the how the like album it feels like a mixtape because like just the production it just feels like it's other people's shit, but like she's still able to kind of kill it on there. Yeah, it does kind of sound like a mixtape. I can see what you're saying, and there is certain songs where it really is a mixtape, like um, the Me So Horny beat or whatever that got flipped essentially. Hmm. No. Yeah, I, I really liked. Uh, I really liked that one. I really liked. Um, uh, I mean, I like this one because it's more of a nerdy shit. How she rats about like sending motherfuckers to the gulag. Oh yeah, I, I did like that. <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't know. Who do you like to listen to, Ryan? Um, let's see. There's this Namasenda album that's a um, Swedish hyperpop singer that put out a album on the same label as like um, that Sophie used to release on, that Ag Cook used to release on, that Charlie XCX like found her new sound on on pc music um i thought that was pretty fun i sent you guys a couple songs i'm not sure if you listened to it but i'll send it i'll probably splice them in after this um i really enjoyed that album it's like a lot of fun there's some kind of shitty features and some hit or miss vocals and it's like a it's like a good album where um, a good mixtape rather where like you pick like a couple of the songs that you like it kind of reminded me of the meg thing and like the way that like some of the songs i was kind of like the skits you know i was like eh, whatever but like i kind of picked out the shit that i liked and I'll definitely include that in some sort of a set uh, if I ever do like a rave set or like you know just like a jogging playlist or any of that kind of stuff. It, it, it's it's very good. It's like very um interesting sounding music. I'd say very upbeat. Yeah, very upbeat and very like crystalline and very like synthy and yeah, fun chipmunked. It's a lot of fun. I, I would definitely recommend listening to Unlimited Ammo by Namasenda. Uh, other than that, what else have I been listening to? Um, what else? Have you seen any movies besides Dune? Uh, I mean. What I see? Have I seen any movies? Not really. I've been watching a lot of uh, what have I been doing? Pornography. God, I could a lot of porn uh, movies, por- pornography movies. Uh, not, nah. nah, dude. Honestly, man, like I've been listen- watching a lot of uh, football. You know, I, I was just. Uh, I mean, I don't know. If this is like a podcast football thing to talk. talk about, but um, let's skip and talk about some football. Dude, I mean, um, not even about that, but, like, was it? My brother's in a really serious uh, fantasy football league that, like, so whenever they do a trade, they created a council of people to, like, decide whether or not if the trade is fair or not. Damn. I feel like ever since that show The League came out, it's been, like, it's been like that. You know what I mean? Dude, it really has. Like, like, was it? Um, I mean, this league. Like, my brother loves talking about the controversies that they've had over the years. Too. The colluding and all like, that kind of stuff. I'm sure. Dude, there's like, there's this one year where like, um, where it was like the, it was maybe like the semifinals. It was like right before the championship game, and like these two people tied. And the only and what the the ESPN app did was that they used the bench players' points and they fucking so they used the the bench players' points and at, to decide the tiebreaker and so the one guy won and so they all fought in the group chat being like that's unfair it should be like you know pe- players you play because who the fuck gives a fuck about bench players like yeah. this needs to be this so that year they had a three way. Um, they had like a three-way championship, so the guy who like lost, quote unquote, um, ended up winning that year because like off of a technicality. So like, um, so it was it? They had this big ass trophy. So like, um, they mailed it to him because he lives in Florida, and like on the thing is a little plaque with his name with a little asterisk on there <laughs> to be like one off of a technicality. And and when he opened up the the fucking trophy, whether because because it, it's the same trophy they mailed to each other, like to, to like have in their house, yeah. and it was fucking shattered. Every, the whole thing was fucking broken. And like the, the biggest scandal of it is they think it's this one dude who just oh. fucking broke the trophy wow. and just fucking shipped it off. Damn, I thought it was like a mafia thing where they like purposely did that. All did that to send a message, but it was one guy. Damn, one guy. I mean, if you're listening out there, I, you might be innocent. You might not be. I cannot confirm or deny. Yeah, this is not the snitch but podcast, maybe. but yes, <laughs> keep the names yes. out of it. Yes, you know who you are. <laughs> you know who you are. 
<laughs> Bro, that shit is kind of fucked up. Dude, it is. Man, dude. man, this episode kind of sucks. Eh, I don't think so. I think the, I think the Ed Sheeran tattoo content was pretty good. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I got some good laughs out of that one. Oh, that was good. I, I feel like we started off strong, but then, I don't know. Yeah. Descending. Um, let's see what else. Uh, uh, <laughs> French Dispatch, pretty good movie. Um, going to drop a review of that Thursday as well uh, with the podcast. I thought it was a very interesting movie. Um, I missed like the first 10 to 15 minutes, so I don't know if it was like... I, I understood everything that was going on, you know what I mean? But I don't think I got some of the context perfectly, so maybe like not seeing it as a full experience kind of fucked it up for me but it was kind of like convoluted and kind of felt like a parody of like his his better stuff i guess like it was very mm-hmm. like they, they what makes you say that it, it gets very cartoony at points like there's this one point where like um it's like this troubled artist like it's basically wes anderson movies usually how they go is you'll start you'll start at the beginning maybe you'll have a couple like parts you'll go back in the past or whatever but like ultimately it's a a to b storyline you've seen like grand budapest and and things like that, right? Or like Fantastic Mr. Fox. This movie basically what happens is Bill. It starts off with Bill Murray. He's like a he owns a newspaper. It's a very convoluted plot. He owns a newspaper in Kansas, but he has a dispatch in France. And he like basically like uh you know they they write like all these like, interesting stories about France, whatever. And he ends up having a heart attack. He dies. So they have to like um piece together like old uh reissue the articles or whatever like that these that these authors wrote and like kind of put it into like the last issue with the obituary at the end for for him that's like his last will and testament so it plays out and there's like these three stories that are like not really related to each other and it just kind of it's it's just like an interesting way to do a movie it's like the it's like um that like horror movie like vcr or vhs rather um where it's like an anthology and he's never really made a movie like that before and it was kind of weird and there was this one part where like what's his name um benicio del toro is like basically like a a prisoner um in in france and he's like a tortured artist essentially and he Mm -hmm. like he somehow like gets access to like this guard and like it's like him and like leia sedu and they're like fucking and like he's like painting her he's like that's like his muse his muse rather Mm -hmm. and then there's this one point where like he's like doesn't want to do art anymore so he like chains himself up to like an electric chair it's like we it's like very like looney tunes (laughs) It's like a Looney Tunes live action thing. It's mm. very, it was very weird. It kept going from black and white to color. It was a very odd movie um, overall, I would say. I, it was good. Like, if, if we were designating, like, a standout film or something, I'd probably give it, like, a B- and, like, give it a standout. But in comparison to his other films, it's, like, not even close, I'd say. Overall, it's just kind of a weird mm-hmm. movie. But, um, yeah. I guess that about does it for this episode. <laughs> Miss you, yep. See you, buddy yeah see ya hate to see you go love to watch you leave <laughs> pause <laughs> I think that's a good place Dan, to I'm gonna yeah I'm gonna fucking miss it like, 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 who's gonna say pause <laughs> I know that's what I'm yeah okay have it this guy so we're we're actually not ending the episode we actually found a little bit of steam and uh so a little bit more I don't know if it's hate because uh, that's what fueled the first 40 minutes but a little bit of neutral stuff going on very interesting news with elon musk um basically he troy was just troy had just brought it up basically he uh what is it vowed to sell like six million of tesla stock and give it to the un if they could promise like tell six him billion how six billion sorry and like promise how it would be used to tell how it would be used yeah it's really interesting how the wfp was just like like how like he just called their bluff basically how like the wfp was just like like oh if we had like a fraction of elon musk's wealth maybe we could have uh solved world hunger and then i love how he's just like okay well here it is what are you gonna do like like show me the read receipts show me how you're gonna spend this money here's a fraction of my wealth yeah i feel that <laughs> my my thing my whole thing about this issue that i um i still don't agree with elon musk and still fuck elon musk because um it's still fucking Elon Musk. Right? I'm not fucking Elon Musk, but um, he should be taxed. Um, that they should, that money shouldn't be his anyway. He should be taxed. If he has, you know, $500 billion, he should give up $200 billion. You know what I mean? To, to taxes. 
Yeah, why, why does he need all that extra money? Like, what's he spending his money on? He Like, he doesn't buy anything too expensive. I mean, he does buy space shuttles, so I guess that's fucking expensive. But I it's guess, like- yeah, but I, I don't know. This is not... this the, the whole thing about this situation that I don't like, it's very fishy to me, is that $6, million, $6 billion, it seems like a lot of money, but to Elon Musk, number one, it's not. And number two, $6 billion buys him way more than he is um, paying for, because now he's supporting the government. And now, if world hunger gets end, like ended or whatever with the six billion dollars, now he can go. Oh well, you know the government isn't doing the work, so I guess you know the technocrat like whatever will come in and he'll solve it all and he'll do everything. And it's like that's not really a good direction for the country to go in either. You know, it kind of creates like a savior complex. I think is what you're trying to like say a little bit. Which, yeah, like yeah, which it's not what we really need. Like we we need like have like a more fair system to where like. You know, he shouldn't have $6 billion he's willing to gamble. To just give up. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, he shouldn't have that. To just give up. Yeah, it's fucked up. Yeah, it doesn't really... It's... Yeah, also what I'm trying to say is that, like, you know, everybody didn't want Mike Bloomberg to be president, right? Because it's like, that can prove that all you need to do is just pay a lot of money and you can be the president, right? So what would stop Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, Bill Gates, any of those bastards from, like... <laughs> taking over the office you know what i mean just with their sum of mm-hmm. money oh shit dude the the um, wfp was it director mm-hmm. fucking responded oh shit like, what do you four say? hours ago what do you say hang on oh wow so the the, the guys um wait let me see david beasley um the un world food program director Pretty much said that he's just like, we got it. Like, we will show him everything. Like, if he's actually serious, it's like, this could really help. Damn. Okay. Okay. All right. I guess I can't be. I mean, if he's going to solve world hunger, I guess I can't be too cynical. Um, I hope they Interesting. figure that out. Is that ethical? Is that good? Is that a donation? But it's the government? Does it matter? Uh, it does, but like. I don't know. I guess I guess they need to prove to us. I don't fuck Elon Musk. They should prove to us what they're gonna say and do. Come up with a plan and show us. Like you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Everybody. I yeah. Think, I mean, I think everybody needs to be transparent with whatever is, whatever this is. Like, you know, it needs to be in plain it, it English. It is. It is kind of crazy. Just like, what if this actually works? <laughs> is he allowed to do this? <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, if it works, like, I can't hate on him too much. I mean. It doesn't excuse everything else that he's done. Like he's done so much bad stuff. Like he's just like fucking up the lithium storage on Earth. He's like called that one guy in Chile like a pedophile. Like he started coups. You know, Tesla's an inflated I bubble. Mean, Shouldn't have that much money anyway. But I mean, even how he got his money in the first place, like you know, the, the emerald mine in fucking South Africa. You know, but I don't know if we want to go there. Wait, what did he do? He like, did, he went. He's on some uncut gem show. What did he do? Oh, his family owns like a like an emerald mine in South Africa, you know, because of like apartheid. Oh, shit. He's they made so much money off that. Off of blood emeralds? I mean, apart Yeah, pretty much, dude. Like I'm pretty sure like I mean, I don't know if this is like fake news or anything, but like I'm pretty sure that like cuz was it, apartheid was like illegal what in the 80s like in South Africa? Like it's very recent. That was uh that was the law, yeah, in the 80s cuz I remember in um in Lethal Weapon 2, that was like the whole plot of the movie. Yeah, so the 80s into the 90s and then I think it stopped in the early 2000s or late 90s, yeah. Mhm. Yeah, so like I mean, you know, he like his family made a ton of money off that. So it's just like I mean, that's how he got the money. And he should like, give all know. of his wealth able to... <laughs> away. I don't fuck this guy, bro. I don't know. How I mean, I, feel I don't give a fuck about him. Sure. I, I, it's. I don't know how to feel about it either. It's just like thank you, but fuck you still. Yeah, that's really all you can say. I mean, if he if they do end world hunger with his money, all it's going to do is just make him go. Well, now I have influence in the government, and like, they, it's kind of a bri- It's kind of a huge. It's kind of like the largest bribe in American history, is it not? Not even American history, world history. World history, yeah, yeah. Like, put me in there. Like, I'm in the government. I wasn't elected or anything or anything like that, but... Dude, can you imagine, like, 50 years from now, like, we read a history book and it's, like, because of Elon Musk's, like, like generous, like, donation, 
That's what the, that's literally what the history book will say. Like no cap. Like that's what it'll say. It's generous. You know what I mean? It'll it'll say that. It'll be like it's a generous donation. Of, of but it's just like I I don't know. It depends because I feel like Elon like he's always a troll like that. Where like if somebody says shit to him, he's just like, all right, bet. And then he puts his nuts on the table and he's just like, what the fuck? Are we gonna what are you gonna do about it now? Yeah, I hope I hope world hunger is solved. I don't know why he just didn't do this before or why nobody else has done this before, but. All right. I mean, if it solves world hunger, I guess. Uh, at what cost? Yeah. But, you know, I guess. Six billion dollars. Six billion dollars is the cost. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I guess that'll about do it for the episode. Uh, we can leave the, the, you know, that conversation for, like, Chapo or something to dissect a little bit more in depth. But, uh, you know, for episode 39 of the Anti-Podcast, uh, signing off, I guess. Yeah. Peace out, guys. Thanks for listening. Our least confident episode Shout out Ed Sheeran. <laughs> God, yeah, right. I'm like, we. I, now I feel like Ed Sheeran. You know, maybe, maybe he was off to something. Maybe, maybe I gotta re-listen. <laughs> I have been sending the podcast to my friends, and all I keep getting back is "eh." You know, it's good as "eh." Yo, why does your voice sound so annoying on the mic? <laughs> Damn, now I know how it feels. <laughs> i know it feels to be ed just, bro bro i'm always just like whenever i have to explain to people i'm like oh we're doing a podcast like they're just like that's nice <laughs> yeah, <they're> like, yeah. <laughs> that's nice <laughs> okay oh, man. Like, all right anyways back to <laughs> back to important back to shit we <laughs> back to my essential so worker job about... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man well peace out bye <laughs> yeah we can just end it there and the app there Ah. <laughs> <laughs>